Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Today is Thursday, May 27, 2021. On this day in 2010, U.S. Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning was arrested for leaking classified information to WikiLeaks. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of this case, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we'll discuss the arrest of Chelsea Manning. We'll cover her highly publicized trial and the impact of the affair on her private life. Let's go back to forward operating base Hammer, 40 miles outside of Baghdad on May 27, 2010. Manning was wearing her headphones and quietly working in her office when a group of federal officials approached. She tried not to appear nervous, but when they stopped at her desk, she knew she was in trouble. They accused Manning of being a whistleblower and arrested her for theft, espionage, and, quote, aiding the enemy. The charges stemmed from the beginnings of Manning's deployment in Iraq. As a part of the 2nd Brigade, 10th Mountain Division, she worked as an intelligence analyst in a war zone. The position provided her with access to sensitive government documents and military videos, which she had been secretly downloading. During the course of day-to-day work, Manning typically inserted CDs into her computer, often labeled as Lady Gaga albums. She would erase the music and rewrite the discs. Then she used them to store classified material concerning military actions in Afghanistan and Iraq that she felt should be public knowledge. One file she downloaded was a brutal video of a U.S. Army helicopter gunning down civilians, including two Reuters journalists from 2007. Another showed a 2009 airstrike in Afghanistan that resulted in over 100 civilian deaths, including those of children. Manning felt strongly that it was the public's right to know about such incidents. She believed that if people understood what was really going on overseas, they could make more informed decisions about the actions of the U.S. military. Eventually, Manning downloaded about 700,000 items pertaining to the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. In February 2010, while on leave, she made the fateful decision to share a vast amount of the files with the organization WikiLeaks. It's possible she might never have been caught, but she couldn't resist boasting a little about her actions. In a conversation with Adrian Lamo, a high-profile computer hacker, she took credit for the material that had recently been published by WikiLeaks. 
Lamo believed it was irresponsible of Chelsea Manning to release the information, so he took it upon himself to turn her in to the Defense Department. In one message Lamo shared with authorities, Manning explained how she'd been able to access the sensitive material. She wrote, I listened and lip-synced to Lady Gaga's telephone while exfiltrating possibly the largest data spillage in American history. Weak servers, weak logging, weak physical security, weak counterintelligence, a perfect storm. According to Lamo, what concerned him more than the infamous helicopter video was the other classified information he felt could compromise U.S. foreign policy. After his assistance led to Manning's arrest, she was detained in Kuwait. She was then transported to the United States, where she was kept in solitary confinement in tough conditions. Due to concerns over self-harm, Manning was forced to sleep naked without a pillow and blanket, but as difficult as that time was, it was only the beginning of her ordeal. Coming up, we'll hear about Manning's court-martial, as well as the private struggles that fueled a media circus. The internet. What would we do without it? So much information, so little time. And yet, with all the answers available online, there still lie scores of deep, dark, spooky secrets. Mysteries yet to be solved until now. This isn't clickbait. This is our exclusive new podcast, Internet Urban Legends. I'm Loey, your evidence expert. And I'm Eleanor, the self-proclaimed skeptic. Together, we're the gruesome twosome, sleuths in search of the weirdest stories on the web. Every Tuesday, we investigate the internet's creepiest conundrums, covering each conspiracy theory and combing through every clue to separate hoax from haunt. Whether it's the video sure to make you lose your appetite, blank room soup, or every kid's worst nightmare, the terrifying truth behind Disney's deaths, or every parent's worst nightmare, social media's Momo challenge. Each episode of Internet Urban Legends is chock full of disturbing details which are either truly demented or ripe for debunking. And no matter our conclusion, we're sure to be left scared half to death. So won't you join us? Follow our new Spotify original from Parcast, Internet Urban Legends. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify. Now back to the story. On May 27, 2010, Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning was arrested at her post in Iraq. She faced a court-martial for leaking confidential military and government material to the organization WikiLeaks. In June of 2013, her trial began in Fort Meade, Maryland. During the proceedings, 25-year-old Manning took responsibility for her actions. She said she was sorry for any unintended consequences of the leaks and that she never meant to, quote, hurt the United States. Manning also revealed that when she leaked the information, she was reckoning with her gender identity. She'd been assigned male at birth, and the testosterone-heavy environment of the armed services put extraordinary pressure on her. At the time she was serving, it was against the law to even be openly gay while in the U.S. military. 
Paul Adkins, a former supervisor of Manning, testified at the court martial about her mindset. He said Manning was known to go into catatonic states during conversations and that she had an unpredictable and explosive temper. Once she was found in a storage room in the fetal position holding a knife, she had carved the words, I want, into a chair. Despite these and other concerning events, Adkins allowed Manning to stay at her post. While he made official note of the incidents and recommended that she receive counseling, he continued to allow her to access classified material. Manning's defense lawyer pointed out that if the military had offered her support when she needed it, she might not have seen such sensitive information while under mental duress. Despite these issues coming to light during the trial, Chelsea Manning was convicted of several charges, including violating the Espionage Act. She was given 35 years behind bars, the most severe sentence ever handed down to someone convicted of whistleblowing. Manning was immediately sent to a men's prison. While the facility did provide her with counseling and hormone therapy, there wasn't much hope of her continuing her transition any further in custody. In 2016, she attempted suicide twice. Her desire to continue her transition and her anguish at serving time in a men's prison led her to request an appeal. Her lawyers felt her sentence was, quote, grossly unfair and unprecedented, and asked for it to be reduced to 10 years. In January 2017, President Obama commuted most of her sentence, leaving only four months to be served. On May 17, 2017, she was released from prison. In a public statement at the time, Manning was optimistic, stating, for the first time, I can see a future for myself as Chelsea. I can imagine surviving and living as the person who I am and can finally be in the outside world. But it wasn't long until her troubles returned. During an investigation of Julian Assange, the controversial founder of WikiLeaks, Manning was subpoenaed to testify in front of the grand jury. She refused to cooperate based on ethical objections and was detained for two months. However, when a new grand jury began, Manning was subpoenaed a second time. She once again declined to testify against Assange and was placed in detention in May of 2019. A year later, while in custody, Manning attempted suicide. A federal judge decided to release the 32-year-old from jail the next day. But he also ruled she would still have to pay $256,000 in fines for refusing to take the stand in court. Chelsea Manning, now 33, has mostly stayed out of the spotlight since then. She's active on Twitter and live streams video games on Twitch. Since Manning's experience with her gender identity unfortunately played out in the public eye, she's often forced to endure transphobic insults and threats online. But even in the face of harassment, Manning perseveres. She seems to be holding her head above water and continues to live life on her own terms.
Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Paul Liebeskin, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Christine Colby, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 